and, and beg God for something. He said you were chosen so that you give him glory. Hallelujah. I am a chosen generation. And I am not wasting my time in his presence. Isaiah 54 verse 17. Isaiah 54 17. He said, no weapon forged against you will prevail. And you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is the vindication from me declare the Lord and this is the uh, vindication this is their vindication from me say it the Lord or declare the Lord no weapon formed whether in the occult world it will not prosper Amen. he said every tongue that rises up against you you should refute it you condemn it you let them know who you are that you are not in that class that can be yoked because the anointing is on you the anointing is in you Amen. the power of the holy spirit is in you Amen. and therefore you are exempted from the weapon that they have formed Amen. they are destroyed because of the anointing isaiah 14 Isaiah 14. Start from verse 3. Said, On that day, the Lord gives you relief from your struggling and tumor, and from harsh labor forced on you. That is the reason why the yoke must be destroyed. That's why you must refute every tongue that rises up against you in judgment. Said on that day, the Lord gives you release, relief from your struggling and turmoil. And from the harsh labor force on you. Force labor force on you. Who said he was going to take care of it? God. He said on that day, and today is my day. I said today is that day for you in the name of Jesus. Said on that day, 
the Lord gives you relief. When you come under the banner called Christ, you are saved. That's relief. You are delivered. He said, I will give them relief from suffering and turmoil. Struggles, pain, and harsh labor. He said, this labor was not your own doing. This labor was forced on you. Any labor that was forced on you by the anointing of the Holy Spirit present in this service, I destroyed. They are destroyed in the name of Jesus. As you come under the banner called Christ, as you lift up Jesus Christ, you are declaring that he is the authority and the power that defends you. So when we say God is our banner, we are saying that God is our salvation. We are saying that God is our defender. We are saying that God is the authority, the government that is behind us. In him we have declared our freedom, our independence from the oppression of the wicked. Hallelujah. Verse 4. He said, you will take up these towns against the king of Babylon. How the oppressors has come to an end. How his fury has ended. He said, you should sing and mock the oppressor. The Babylonian were oppressing the Israelites. What he's saying is that every demonic oppression did Babylonia represent the dark world. He said, you shall sing and declare and make mockery of them and said, you have failed. You have failed. Give me from the living translation. Hallelujah. That you will taunt the king of Babylon. You will say, The mighty man has been destroyed. That sickness has been, destroyed. poverty has been destroyed. destroyed, insufficiency has been destroyed, destroyed. miscarriages has been destroyed, disappointment has been destroyed. destroyed. So you will taunt them. Let them know. Announce it to them. Tell them. Let them know. Let Satan know that you have been redeemed. Make a boast of Christ. Declare to them, I have been redeemed. That you thought you were strong, but my God, Jesus Christ, has conquered the grave and has conquered you. You taunt them. You taunt them. 
I am under the banner of grace. Under the banner of love. Under the banner of salvation. And in that authority, I make declaration and they come to pass. He said, this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. It's my heritage. It's your heritage. To refute anything that the enemy tried to put on you. Hallelujah. Verse 5. For the Lord has crushed your wicked power and broken your evil rule. Hallelujah. He said, The Lord has crushed your power and has broken your evil rule. This is what it means to be under the banner of Christ. You are exempted from the evil rule. You are exempted from the power of the wicked. You are exempted from failure. Tell somebody I have the advantage. advantage. Because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. You know the name of Jesus. The Bible says. Is a tower. Is a covering. Is a canopy. The name of Jesus. Is our canopy. The name of Jesus. Is the banner of love over us. And the Bible says he is the one that dwell in the unapproachable light. He called you out of darkness and brought you into his glorious light. That you may showcase his glory. So we are the glory carrier of Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Verse 6, you persecuted the people with unceasing blows of rage and held the nation in your angry grip. You tyrants, your tyrant was unrestrained. Verse 7. But at last, the land is at rest. He thought he was the strongest. He thought he was powerful. He thought he was a tyrant. He thought nothing can, can bring him down. But he said, at last, the land has received their rest. I declare that you have received rest in Christ Jesus. Amen. The rest has come. Today is the day of salvation. He said, finally, it can sing again. He said, finally, you can sing again. You can rejoice again. You can testify again. Sometimes, our Christians always see themselves from the position of disadvantage. And when they pray, they pray from the position of disadvantage. What do I mean? I mean, um, there is a popular Bible verse they pray with. They will say, when you give me victory, Father, I will celebrate you. 
When you deliver me from trouble, I will praise you. When you deliver me from this, whatever it is, I will give you praise. What if you don't have trouble? What if you don't have trouble? Meaning you will never praise God until you have trouble? Are you following me? We have been delivered from trouble. So we don't longer praise God so that he will deliver us. We are praising God because he is mighty and he has foreknew us from beginning. And has given us the victory. So we celebrate him so that we don't have trouble. I refuse to have trouble in my life. I refuse. So my, my approach is not to play defense. My approach is to be on the attack. I don't wait for someone to try to yoke me. I don't wait for the weapon to be formed against me. So I praise God and destroy the weapon even before they are formed. Are you following me? So our praise is our weapon of destruction. The Bible says when men sleep, the enemy come to sow tears. So when you are asleep and you are not praising God, when you are alive and you are not praising God, you are asleep. When you are complaining, you are in deep slumber. Don't wait for trouble to come. Don't wait for sickness to come upon you before you are praying for healing. Are you hearing me? Refuse it. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to accommodate any agent of Satan in my life because it's not my portion. Don't wait. Don't wait to be a victim and struggle to become a winner. You maintain your win because Christ has won it for us. Are you hearing me? Tell somebody I'm a victor. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. When you fly the banner of Christ Jesus, you are in perpetual triumph. When you wave a banner, you are declaring, I am a winner. Are you following me? When you wave the banner of Christ, any banner around the world is a symbol of victory, a a, a symbol of peace, a, a symbol of strength, a symbol of triumph. Amen. He said, but thanks be to God who made us his cutties and led us along in Christ's triumphant possession. He said, Christ has, has captured us. Christ has captured us. So nothing else can capture you. 
You didn't hear me. I said, Christ has captured you. I am a captive under Christ. I am not available for Satan to capture. I am a captive with Christ Jesus. Therefore, he is my banner. When you win a physical battle before any nation, for instance, when the Vietnamese war was fought, the Americans, they won. Guess what? The, Viet- the Vietnam people came under the authority of the government of America. When the British came to Africa, they won the Africans. Nigeria, Ghana, and the surrounding nations. What did they do? They put their flag in there and declared that every one of us that were in that country then were to pay allegiance to the Queen of England. Why? Because their symbol of authority and their government was the flag. Are you hearing me? So, that country became captive to the government of Britain. Some were captive to the government of America. In the spirit realm, so it is. It's either you have been captured by the devil or you have been captured by Jesus. But thank God, we have been captured by Jesus. And we are flying that flag. And we are lifting up that flag, Jesus, as our salvation, as our power, and the sovereign power unto whom every knee must bow. Therefore, we are no longer available for Satan to attack or to try to win back. Amen. He said, but thanks be to God who has made us his captives. He made us his captives. Do you think any nation will win a, after winning the war they will leave their territory unprotected? No. My brother, is it like that? After you suffered, you lost men. Men died. Resources were lost. And you finally won the territory. Then after winning it, you went and slept. Before you know, they will rise up and they will take back their land. So Christ said, God said, he has captured us. So he is my banner of salvation. He is my banner of protection. He is my banner against any foreign invaders. So this is why you must refuse nothing to be laid on you by Satan or any power of darkness. Either in the physical or in the, in the spirit realm. Refuse to be afflicted. 
Isaiah 54 verse 17 told you that you must refute it. You must come against it with all that you have. You must resist the devil. You must tell him this is the wrong place and this is the wrong candidate. My money is not available for devourer. The works of my hand must prosper. I am planted by the rivers of waters. I, pro- I prosper in all things. I produce in every season. I have the advantage. It's a betimes be to God. Who made us his captives? And lead us along in Christ's triumphant possession. Possession. So what he says is that when Christ won us and made us a cartridge, he's using us as display. He said, look at them and warn them. They belong to me now. We are in that train. We are in that caravan. You understand? You know when they have the caravan and they have different costumes? He said, we are the costume that, we, that is hanging on Christ Jesus. On his train, going around the world. And he's using us to display that he is the Lord of Lord. And we are his captives. Amen. 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 I am Christ's captives. He said, when you are in that, possession, in, in that procession, now, whatever or wherever we go, he uses us to tell others. Did you hear me? Yep. He said, he uses us to tell others about the Lord and to spread the good news like a sweet perfume. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said Christ is my banner. Christ is my banner. I am a captive under Christ. So I am not in the war zone where two forces are trying to win. I have already been won. I've been won to Christ Jesus. I have submitted to his authority and to his lordship and I have confessed with my mouth that he is the Lord over my life, over my family, and over my church, over my ministry. He's the head of the church. Amen. He's your head. Yes, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, Christ is proud of you. He's using you to display to the enemy, to announce to the enemy. Don't you understand it? That these, ha- these ones belong to me? That these ones are the untouchables. That these are the ones that has the advantage. Don't touch them because I am watching over them. My banner over them is love. My banner over them is salvation. My banner over them is victory. They are not available for attack. They are not available to suffer loss. Hallelujah. In Psalm, in Psalm 5, verse 4, 
he said in the name of our lord and god we set up our banner in the name of our lord god we set up our banner psalm number five verse four king james version Hallelujah. Can someone read it for me? For thou art not a God that has pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. Psalm 20, verse 4. Grant thee according to thy heart, according to thy own heart, and fulfill all thy counsel. Verse 5. We will rejoice in thy salvation. In whose salvation? In God's salvation. We will rejoice in God's salvation. And in the name of God, we will set up our banners. Have you set up your banner in Christ? Yes, so what are you supposed to do? Rejoice in his salvation. Rejoice in his salvation. In Isaiah chapter 14... He said that you should rob it. You should taunt the enemy, the Babylonians, the occult world, the witches and the wizards, the power of darkness, the power of failure, the power of depression, the power of sicknesses. He said you should rub it over their face and make them know that they thought they were powerful, but Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. Amen. We will rejoice. We will rejoice in thy salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. And the Lord fulfill all thy petitions. But for this to work, this is verse what? Five. Verse 5. Verse 5 is number 1. Is verse 5 number 1 in, in this chapter? No, no. no. So let's see what number 1 says. Verse 1 says, The Lord hears thee. He said, The Lord hear thee. In the, day in the of days trouble. of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. He said, The name of God of Jacob defend thee. thee. He's your defense. The Lord is our defense. Amen. Verse 2. 2. It says, send thee help from the sanctuary. Where? Where should he send you help from? From the sanctuary. What is the sanctuary? The church. 
and you are the church of Christ. Amen. We are the body of Christ. He said, God will send you help from where? His sanctuary and strengthen the ark of Zion. My strength comes from Zion. Zion. We are the people of Zion. Where no one say, I am sick. You don't say I'm sick in Zion. It doesn't matter how, how weak you may feel or how your body might feel. Is that instead you rub that pain, you rub that shame in Satan's face. Because Christ has won the victory. And is using us as, as his instruments of war. Because we are his captors. He has, he has, he has captured us. Amen. We are his captives. Verse 3. Remember all thy offerings. Wow. So offerings has something to do with you setting up God as your banner. He said, may the Lord remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifices. It's, what he's saying is that all the labor, all the things you have done for the kingdom of God in the past, may God remember it and come to your defense for that reason. All the money you have given, that God will come to your defense so that the enemy will not come and devour that which you have. He said, the health he has given you, God will be your defense so that you will have health to serve him and to serve others. Amen. He said, may the Lord remember your offerings. Amen. May the Lord remember your offerings. Amen. May the Lord remember your services. Amen. May the Lord remember your sacrifice. Amen. And your birth offerings. Amen. So when we tell you bring offering or bring sacrifice, it's not because we want the kingdom of God to expand. It's for your personal protection. It's for you maintaining who you are in Christ Jesus. It's for you paying allegiance to the kingdom of God and declaring that Christ is still my banner. If you don't pay taxes in Canada and something goes wrong, the government will come against you with all that they have. Mm -hmm. If man, government set up by man, can punish you for not honoring the sovereignty of the nation by paying your taxes when you earn income. What do you think the government of God will be? Satan will take advantage of you not bringing your sacrifice and your offering to the house of God. Are you following me? Yes, sir. He said the devourer. How come that the devourer was connected to your giving? The devourer is interested because once you refuse to carry out the laws of God, you are vulnerable to the kingdom of darkness. He said, a time came when the children of men gathered before God during the time of Job. And he said, Satan also came. Satan also what? Came. And he said, is Job not protected because you have given him everything. If you take away, if you let me take away everything that he has, he will curse you. May, God, may Satan not take permission from God to punish you. Amen. Don't give room 
for the enemy to enter into your finances. Don't give room for the enemy to come into your finances because you refuse to carry out the word of God, because you refuse to pay your 10% or you refuse to give your offering or to sacrifice. When you give more than you are required, do you think God is unfaithful and unjust for him to repay all that he said he will repay? Christians believe everything that God says, apart from when it comes to finances. They trust God that God can take them to heaven. They trust God that God can heal them. They trust God that God has defeated Satan. And they even believe that God is not a liar. But when it comes to finances, God is a liar. He will not do what he said he would do. God, how come it's not working for me? How come I thought I gave my offering on Sunday? By now, things are supposed to be happening. Things are supposed to be happening. I'm looking out. If you trust God with your salvation, with a simple prayer, I believe with my heart and I declare with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you believe that you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into his glorious kingdom. So why are you fidgeting when you gave offering at tithes and you've not seen the result and you're already complaining because you are calling God a liar that God will not be able to do what he said he would do God has changed his mind maybe the pastor deceived you maybe maybe I'm not even safe maybe I'm just wasting time maybe Maybe if I have been saving that money over the years, by now I would have been able to buy a car. You know what voice you are hearing? It's the voice of the devil. It's the voice of discouragement. It's the voice that tried to come and rob you from your blessing. You see, whatever don't happen in the spirit realm does not happen in the physical. It's not permitted. Except you have lost the battle in the spirit realm financially and you refuse to carry out the word of God in the physical because he said not just be hearers of the word but doers, doers of the word. When you hear the word about giving, do what the word says. He said, may we give unto your bosom, press down, shaking together, and running over. Shall men give to your bosom? He said, when you sow, everyone that sow in tears, we indeed reap with joy. What are you listening to? What Bible verses are you reading? What are you sowing? We have different kind of seeds. We have financial seeds for, see, for financial prosperity. We have the word of God for your salvation. The word of God for your deliverance. The word of God for your daily living. They are seeds. The word that I'm preaching to you now, the Bible says they are seeds. 
and your heart is the ground. You choose what will grow in your land. If you want tears, weed to grow in your mind, those are the things that you will give manifestation to. Fear, trouble, disappointment, complain. Those are the beginning of, of the signs of the enemy sowing weed in your garden. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. He said, may God remember all your offerings and accept your bond sacrifice. How come he separated offering from bond sacrifice? Because they are not the same. Offering is your free will giving. God, I love you and I'm giving you soul and soul. But for sacrifice, is something that touches you. Something that is important to you. Something that you know, when I lay this seed on the ground, no matter what come against me, I'm already a winner. When you want things to change and to change fast, you put a seed on the ground. You make a sacrifice. And when you make that sacrifice, don't go and... And be telling it up with your mouth. You water it with the word of God. No devourer shall come and destroy you. My seed will not fall by the wayside. My seed will not be plucked by the enemy. My seed will not be eaten by the birds. My seed will produce a hundredfold. My seed will produce a hundredfold. My seed is in the good ground. I have sown in the kingdom of God. And it produced a mighty harvest for me. I will never be defeated in my life. Are you hearing me? Believe God. Say, may God remember your offerings. Is it the offering you gave now? Will God be remembering the one you just gave now? No. The one you gave before. When Satan tried to attack you, you have a right. I was listening to Kenneth Copeland one time. The brother was giving a testimony. He said, things were hard. Things were hard and nothing was working. I think it was just cap. He said, they took all the tithes, the, the receipts, the, the duplicate of the checks, they wrote for their tithe and for their sacrifice. They heard it before God and said, God, I am a tither and the devourer cannot devour my, 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 my crop. My, my crop must do well. My business must do well. I must prosper. There is a blessing that comes with tither. You call for it and I have obeyed you. Now I am demanding I am demanding for the harvest of those that tithe. Within seven days, the things turn around. I see God turning things around in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. If he has not tithed, if he has not given offering, what is he going to bring before God as, as proof of doing the word? 
James said, we should not be hearers only, but we should be doers of the word of God. Tell somebody, I'm a doer of the word of God. I want you to be a doer of the word of God. Say it to your neighbor. Be a doer of the word of God. Be a doer of the word of God. Say, do the word. And the word works. The word works. When you are a doer of the word of God, you can talk to anything. You can change any circumstance. You can talk to your car when they are broken down. Say, car, you cannot break down. Your furnace will not break down in the middle of winter. When it breaks down, you will know how, how important the, the furnace is in your house. But the enemy can try to break everything down. Because you want to save 10%. And you end up buying a new furnace for, for $3,000. For $100 you would have given Am I saying because you did not give, that is why? No. But you have opened the door for the devourer to come into your life. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. He said, when you have done what verse 1, verse 2, verse 3 have said. Verse 3 said, remember all thy offerings and accept thy bond sacrifice. Then verse 4. Grant thee. He said, God will give thee, grant thee according to thy own desire. Whatever you desire, you make your petition known to God. Why? Because you have obeyed. Because you are, you are doing what the word of God says. He said, grant thee, may the Lord grant thee according to thy own heart desire. And fulfill all thy counsel. All his word. Concerning prosperity, all is word. Concerning your health, all is word. Concerning your salvation, all is word. Concerning your situation, may God cause it to be fulfilled in your life. And he said, because you have done all this, and God has granted you your petition, and God has granted you your counsel, verse 5, he said, then, he said, then we will rejoice in that salvation because God has answered. You have seen the manifestation. You have seen and have the testimony now. You have something just as Jesus had you as a captive to show to the world that you have been captured, that you have been raptured, that you have been delivered. Now you have something to show to the world that because I serve God, because I give my tithe, because I give my offering, now look at what God has done for me. I am healthy. I am strong. I am prosperous. My children are doing well. We are advancing. We have the advantage. So you testify. So what you are doing, you are rubbing it and taunting the Babylonians. May God give you something to taunt the enemy with. Amen. Something to taunt the enemy with. 
God will give it to you. Amen. So we will rejoice in thy salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. So you have your banner. I have my banner. Everyone has their banner. You have your testimony. We set up our banner. Lord, fulfill all thy petitions. What is petitions? All your requests. All your prayer requests. All your desires. God will fulfill them. Not some. All of them. Because what the, what the world did not take care of, your offering will take care of it. What your confession did not take care of, your worship will take care of it. What the worship did not take care of, your giving will take care of it. The Lord will fulfill all your petition. Stand on your feet like a champion. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and say, Father, you are my banner. And today, I submit myself to you as a volunteer captive in Christ Jesus. Use me to display your splendor. Use me as an aroman, a sweet aroma of life to the people of the world. That they will know, I understand that you are real. In my, life. in my life. I thank you. I, thank you. I, bless, you I bless you for I have the advantage, I have the advantage in, you. in you. I am a victor. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Father I declare in the name of Jesus that the word of God will prosper in their lives. That the word of God will produce har- mighty harvest in their life. Amen. They will be the head and not the tail. I declare that the heavens are continually open over you. The earth responds to you. And the kingdom of God responds to you. You will win everywhere you go. You will stand out in every area. In the name of Jesus, the day of being at the background, I declare, is over in the name of Jesus. You will have the advantage. And you have a new song in your mouth. May God grant you all your petitions. In Jesus' name. Amen. They share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our life. And we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you.